Hello again. Uh, this is another uh, broadcast. Uh, today we're going to contemplate some ideas on abuse um, because I think that's I think that's what we've all experienced in the past year. Uh, we could see the signs of this early on in the way people were functioning around us, particularly our government, who is now uh, continuing to, this idea of abusing our uh, country, abusing it for profit, abusing it for their criminal behaviors. Um, but that's, I mean, that's a high level. I've discussed that before. I think today um, I'm going to try to... Um, use some of my own personal experiences and those sort of things uh, as a uh, jump off point. But uh, first, um, uh, I want to call out that uh, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com uh, has received, uh, basically he's going to get his walking papers pretty soon off of YouTube, which is where he's been since I think the early, I think it was 2007, 2008. So he's been there about 13, 14 years. He's an independent journalist who's based in, uh, he's a Canadian journalist who's actually based in uh, Japan. Um, I found him uh, a few years ago, maybe 2018 or so. I mean, really, uh, uh, actually long after his, um, I guess you could say, um, he'd done a lot of his uh, work on various truths and various uh, ideas that have gone on and some people will you know agree with him or disagree with him or think he you know he's out of the out of the ordinary but he cites his sources he he references them and uh you can always find what he's look uh, what he's uh, or nearly can find everything he's looking uh, at uh when i say nearly can find everything he's looking at it's only due to the current censorship platforms that we have going on who are trying to erase history. So instead of me talking about it, I'll let, I'll let him talk for himself uh, for a couple minutes. So here you go. Because I'm going to continue doing it for as long as I possibly can in whatever form that I possibly can, but I can only do it with the support of people out there. And as I say, it's going to get harder and harder and harder to, to do this work to put this work out, to find this type of information, they're going to make it hard to follow the independent media. And you're going to have to st get out of the comfort zone of only going to YouTube and uh, supporting people on Patreon, etc. So uh, wheat from chaff separation moments are coming up. And I think this, this gives us an insight into the bigger picture of what it really means to be in information warfare, to have the Library of Alexandria burning down. These are really important things that are happening right now, not because of me personally, James Corbett, but because of the bigger picture. And I'm going to be writing specifically about that bigger picture in this weekend's subscriber newsletter on our digital gulag. So I hope you will check that out. I think that this is the bigger picture that we need to confront and look squarely in the face in order to understand better how to create the world that we want rather than to goose step into the tyranny that we do not want. All that being said, yes, it is information warfare. Things are going to get more and more difficult from here. Uh, but I hope that the information I provided today is useful for those of you who, well, unfortunately don't know uh, how to follow me up any, in any other way or their other favorite content creators. I hope that this sparks the, uh, is the impetus that sparks you to, towards looking 
at other platforms beyond YouTube. As I say, I am going to be taken off of YouTube in the near future. It's going to happen. I'm not going to self-censor, so be forewarned, and this is your final warning on that front. On that very somber note, I'm looking forward to talking to you again in the near future if you choose to find me on a different platform. I'm James Corbett at CorbettReport.com. So there you go. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. <laughs> I tried to click that off. Um, so there you go. Um, guy uh, has been on that platform for 14 years or so. Um, let me actually just uh, verify that so I can cite my sources uh, correctly. So yeah, he started, uh, he joined YouTube uh, June 14th of 2007. He's got 92 million views, which, I mean, uh, I'll never achieve in my uh, broadcast lifetime. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, somebody spends 14 years building up a platform, uh, putting uh, information out there for people, uh, creating videos, creating knowledge. Uh, when I say knowledge, I mean they're creating, um, they're using, you know, what journalists should do, which is go out and find the truth. And when he mentions uh, the burning of the uh, uh, library at Alexandria, I mean that should that should trigger all of us to think, you know, how fragile and 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 how also how important it is to have stability in our in our uh, country in our lives. Um, these things are uh, over a course of time, um, you know, it, it takes a lot of a lot of. Uh, um, stone to build upon and statues or what I mean uh, you're you're building a structure you know civilizations are lost and have been lost uh, due to this and, and maybe some people see that well that's just the inevitable cycle of, of life and and true enough that is that that is the case but uh, um, there is no there hasn't there hasn't been a cataclysmic event this time. And that's where the abuse comes in. Um, as much as people will look at or use COVID, but COVID was just a ruse. And it should be noted that, uh, and then this is a very fine and particular point that, and I want to make this very clear, uh, this came from the Chinese uh, propaganda. This came from, this did come from China in a multitude of ways, not just the virus per se which may or may or not have been an accidental release. Let's just assume it's accidental. The thing is, is they exploited it uh, to great end to turn our entire world uh, upside down, which shows malevolence, in my opinion, which should show you uh, how how dangerous, a, dangerous uh, such people are who would do such things. You would think that they would... And in, in, in by, by the way, it isn't just uh, the CCP, and it isn't just where it came from, the Chinese people, and, it isn't, and I'm not going to blame the Chinese people for that. They're just, they're just under the jackboot of authoritarianism. But that being said, they've never risen up to actually um, taken out their leadership. They've never democratized. Uh, they've, never, um, they've never seen it as important because they... Uh, they see themselves as uh, being culturally cohesive, and uh, uh, let's let's not ignore the fact that uh, they've uh, uh, assumed or assumed uh, other peoples around them 
throughout their uh, rise to being the oldest, I guess you could say, the oldest dynasty. So that should tell you something about the way they look at things. See, they have no problem with the erasure of history as long as it's their history that gets maintained. It kind of shows their uh, survivalistic or uh, Darwinistic uh, expectations um, because uh, you could look at it from the standpoint of uh, they they have taken the absolute worst uh, um, aspects of a communist uh, ideology, which is that they don't care about life. Uh, they they see this as a life and death struggle. Struggle. They don't see it as a competition. They see it as uh, getting the rest of the world to submit to them. And yes, I am going to lay all the blame at their feet. Uh, in terms of that, at least Xi Jinping's feet. Let's just put make that more clear. Um, and he has help, by the way, because of the the Gateses of the world and the Klaus Schwabs and uh, the World Economic Forum and all the partnerships that they've uh, amassed. Um, this is a this is a totalitarian overthrow of the entire world, and they want to they want to submit the rest of the people, and they're going to get it done because uh, I don't think there's enough fight or will in this country. Uh, this is the United States of America. And the people that I see that will that are willing to fight uh, are few and far between, and we have too many we have too many barriers to that, uh, namely our own military. And when I say fight, I mean fight in the standpoint of fighting for your rights to have liberty and justice. I'm not talking about quote unquote going into the streets and and causing chaos and mayhem. That isn't going to get it done. But peacefully standing out there and. And letting our uh, representative leaders know that they are not representing us. And that's where the abuse comes in. That's been the cycle of abuse that we've experienced over the past year. And that they, they're they so emboldened to do such things. So, for example, last night we had uh, uh, President Biden, quote unquote, come out and give a speech. And instead of being a speech that showed hope. Uh, from the very outset, he started off with a uh, uh, a, a trek down a uh, the darkness, or the, he called it the dark winter. And I'm just thinking, you know, most of this darkness is is part and parcel to your entire party's aspirations. You've uh, decided to, to distort history, distort the characteristics of their country. You're trying to pass bills that are that are life-altering for many people uh not only financially like the 1.9 trillion dollars that uh they passed through and and barely any of it or like 10 percent of it went to the american people in terms of support and we don't even want that support that's a sad thing or there are some people out there because they're desperate but uh uh we want to run our lives and go back to doing what we did and I'm tired of hearing people say you can't go back to normal. Yeah, that's exactly the problem. You uh, have decided that you want to destroy this country based upon your stupid ideology. I don't even know. I, Biden doesn't control any of this. Biden is an incompetent fool, and he knows it. If he is aware of anything, he's probably aware of the fact that he doesn't have a lot of, a lot of uh, senses left. Um, and he's being led around by the hand and... Everybody who watches him and watches his movements and watches the fact that he won't take a question from anybody should tell you everything you need to know. 
It's what abusers do too. So you can't question or discuss anything with, with them. That goes to the old censorship and the rationale behind this whole situation uh, with, that we've been facing since the beginning. Um, and I guess it, it goes back to uh, the reason why I could say I uh, kind of felt this coming on and felt that this was becoming more and more the case. And I was aware of it from the almost from the very outset of this situation was that and not the Chinese part of it, but the the fact that I knew there was something up with the way they were using this and the way they were rusing people into the situation. I wrote a I wrote an article back in April, late um, April 24th of 2020. I put a link in the description called Conditioning with Corona, a test run for further control of the U.S. lives. Uh, I mean, you could see it. Uh, and it, I mean, yeah, I wrote that about a month after this uh, pandemic had quote unquote officially kicked off in the United States. But I was aware of that. Yeah, I just hadn't put it uh, put it to paper at that point or put it to Internet yet. I guess the reason why I was aware of that being the case is uh, I, I went back. I guess you could say I, I've uh, felt and experienced that kind of abuse at a younger age. Um when my mom and my uh, dad got divorced in 1982-1983 when I was in a 5th and 6th grade year, well, 5th grade year, while I was in Tennessee, uh, I experienced that uh, that psychological manipulation from uh, my uh, father uh, directly uh, in a, in a uh, concerted effort uh, to control my speech, control my thoughts, uh, to get me to say what he wanted me to say, he wanted uh, it was uh, it, I felt like uh, it did feel like a cultural, uh, like the Chinese uh, torture and the shame, uh, shaming me. He used uh, you know he said uh, you should do certain things and say certain things to your mother. You should ask her questions. He was very abusive about that. All our time together was about getting me to. Uh, uh, quote unquote to submit to his uh, uh, his ideological bent which at that point was just uh, about control and manipulation and about uh, destroying uh, my mother had filed for divorce uh, this was after he had been very abusive to her uh, in one night in particular that changed all of our lives uh, over really nothing uh, when I say over really nothing he used the ruse that because she got a ride home from a guy uh, from work, uh, mainly because he wasn't there to pick her up. And normally, or at least it had been the case, because she worked a couple miles from our, our home, she would walk home, at, uh, walk home at night. So that shows you the irresponsibility of my uh, father. Uh, he would go running around, and he ran around on my mom all the time, uh, cheating on her and doing whatever he wanted to do. Because that was the kind of uh, person he was. And it has nothing to do with uh, anything outside of the fact that that's just the, the psychopathic behavior of his uh, entire nature. He always wanted to control and be manipulative and deceitful. And he gets a, he gets a, a thrill out of it. And I would confirm that he is that, that type of person through and through. I'm not just labeling him just to be labeling him. I'm labeling him because... That was his behavioral tics. Uh, 
He was married uh, on four separate occasions. He was terrible to all of his wives. I, I, I even I think his last wife though I don't know I don't have ver I can't I don't have the the uh, the verifiable evidence of that but she's passed away so his last wife died I think oh four or five years ago but I haven't I haven't spoken with my father since my mother died which was uh, a decade ago uh, June twenty seventh of twenty eleven was the last time I uh, had any. Um, any conversations with him about her about anything and that was only a brief one because uh his uh his emotional uh philosophy towards uh towards me and that were were just you know, stunning i guess is the lack of better terms and i at that time i was in a moment of weakness when i did reach out to him of course because i was losing my mother and uh i wanted to uh do something about that at the time do anything about that i was reaching out to anybody that you know i was grasping for straws uh and i did grasp for a straw when i was grasping for him um so he the reason why i was so well i guess you could say adjusted to this situation is uh i had you know i adopted some different philosophies and since that that since even that uh since my mom's passing uh, there was some, I guess you could say, maturity uh, level that, that kicked on uh, because I knew I had to do it on my own. And so, uh, see, I mean, like any of us, you know, we all have people that we uh, do things for, um, hopefully not out of manipulation and them can, trying to control us, but rather because uh, cooperation leads to better things or leads to stability. We do it at work, we do it at home, we do it uh, with people that we uh, interact with. Say, for example, if you play on a sports team, uh, you have to cooperate in order to achieve anything. You have to cooperate in order to play the game. You have to talk and discuss things. You have to be willing to see that you're not always right about everything, but you always have to, you you know, you argue for your position and at some point, you hope that the that the people that you're discuss when you say argue, you're having a discussion about, you know, maybe for example, uh, philosophy of how you're going to achieve your goals, and you have to argue your position for why your your methodology works better than others. But that's a far cry from where we're at now. We can't even argue or discuss anything with our leadership in our country. Our country is being taken over by a bunch of I don't know. See, Joe is has a plant implanted or has a group of handlers underneath him that are literally destroying our institutions down to their quick. And I know there are people, other people out there that.